Hello everyone, my name is Rick, Rick van Bruggen from Neo Technology, and uh, here I am again recording another episode of the Graph Database podcast, and today I've got a guest all the way from the US, uh, Carl Urich. Hi Carl. Rick, very nice to speak with you. Thank you for joining us. It's uh, it's always great when people make the time to uh, sort of come on these podcasts and, and share their their experience, their knowledge with the community. I really appreciate it. So, uh, Carl, why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, may, many people won't know you yet, so uh, may, you might want to uh, change that. Yeah, absolutely. So, again, thanks for having me on this podcast. It's really great to be able to talk about the things I've experimented with and, and really see if it see if it resonates with, with people. So I own a small consulting business called Data Foxtrot, uh, started under a year ago. Primary focus of the business is on data monetization. Uh, if a company has content or data, how can we help those companies make money or get new value from that content or data? If they could be collecting data as a byproduct of their business, or they could be using data internally in their business, and then they realize that Someone outside the company can use that as well. So that, that's the primary focus of my business. But mm-hmm. like any good consulting company, I have a few other explorations. And really this intersection of the world of graph and spatial analytics or location intelligence is what interests me. And so talking a little bit about those explorations is what will hopefully interest your listeners. Yeah, absolutely. Well, so that's interesting, right? I mean, what's, what's your background or your relationship to the wonderful world of graphs then? You know, how did you get into it? Yeah, so um, you know, going all the way back to college, I did take a, a good introduction to graph theory as a mathematics elective, but then really got into the world of, of spatial and data analytics um, for 20 years working with all things data, demographic data, spatial data, vertical industry data, along the way building um, some routing products, late 1990s, early 2000s, products that did point-to-point routing, drive-time calculations, multi-point routing, really kind of that original intersection of of graph and spatial. So I'm a data junkie, uh, very interested in data, graph, spatial, data modeling, et cetera. Yeah, cool. And I, and I understand that this spatial component is, is like your, your unique uh, you know, focus area, or, or at least one of your focus areas these days, right? Tell us more about yeah. that. Yeah, a- absolutely. And, it, and it's certainly what resonates when, when I think about uh, the, the graph side. Um, you know, spatial data, you know, it really should define spatial data could be any sort of business problems uh, related to proximity, location, or driving things. Uh, because you know where something is, your competitors, your customers, um, the people, uh, the people that you serve, and that—that's what resonated to me when, I, in, as I started to look at graph and spatial, I, I was really excited. Back in April, I walked in just very coincidentally in a in a big data conference to a presentation being put on by Cambridge Intelligence. Oh and they, yeah. yeah. And so they were introducing spatial elements to their uh, graph visualization. So, Absolutely. Yeah, they so just released it released a new product, I think, right? Just just released the new product yeah, at the time yeah. they'd gone beta. And um, and so that really got me thinking about how could you combine graph and spatial together to solve a problem looking at Cambridge Intelligence's uh, technology, looking at some spatial for NEO. And, you know, again, my company is a consulting company. And, and if there are uh, 
you know, if there's a need for that expertise at the intersection of graph and spatial, um, you know, we, we want to explore that. Very cool. Did you do some experiments around this as well, Carl? Did you, did you sort of try to prove out the concept a little bit? Yeah, a absolutely. So let, let me talk a little bit about that. So I had this concept of a combined spatial and graph problem that looked at outliers. Outliers just meaning things that are exceptional, extraordinary. And the thinking is, in, in my mind, was businesses and organizations can get value from identifying outliers and acting on those outliers. So maybe an outlier can represent an opportunity for growth by capitalizing on outliers or bottom line savings by eliminating outliers. So you know, it, it, let, me, let me give an example of an outlier. If, if you look at a graph of all major North American airports and their flight patterns and put it on a map, you could visualize that Honolulu and Anchorage airports are outliers. They're just few other airports that, you know, quote unquote, look the same, meaning same location, same incoming and outgoing flight patterns. And that's really relatively easy if, if you have a very small graph to visualize outliers. But if you want to look at a larger graph, hundreds of thousands, millions of nodes, what would you do? So, so that really started the experiment. I was looking around for test data. Wikipedia is fantastic. You can download 50 gigs of Wikipedia data. <laughs> um, I love Wikipedia anyway. It seemed very natural. And the great thing is that there are probably around a million or so records that have some sort of geographic tagging. Oh, do they? Okay. So, yep. So, uh, you know, page London, England has a latitude longitude. Uh, Tower of London has a latitude longitude. Um, an airport has a latitude longitude. Course, so, I yeah, can, yeah. so you could tease out uh, all of the, the records that have latitude longitude tagging, preserve the relationships, and shove that all into a graph. So you have a spatially enabled graph. Every XY has a, uh, or every page has, has a latitude longitude or XY. Yep. So, so really then the, the hard work started, which was taking a look at outliers. So, you know, a quick explanation of outliers. So you think of a Wikipedia page for London, England, a Wikipedia page for Sydney, Australia. They cross-reference each other. Pretty unusual, two locations, other side of the world. But would you call those outliers? Not really, because mm. there's also a relationship between the London page and the Melbourne, Australia Wikipedia page. So you really wouldn't call those anything exceptional. And so what I built was was a system. Oh, just a very brief explanation is that I looked at relationships in the graph, looked only at the bidirectional or bilateral relationships where pages cross-referenced to each other, and then really identified how close every relationship was to an, another relationship or looked for the most kind of spatially similar relationship. You can score them then, and you can kind of rank uh, outliers. So, so let me just give one uh, quick example. Um, it's actually my favorite outlier uh, that I found, yeah. in, uh, which is kind of an unusual thing to say. There's, there's a small town in Australia called Erish. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Okay. Uh, that has a relationship with a town in the Sinai Peninsula called El Erish. And Erish in Australia is named after El Erish, Egypt, because Australian soldiers were based there in World War One. No way. Yep. And most importantly, <laughs> this relationship from a spatial 
perspective looks like no other relationship. So that that's the kind of thing when when you are able to look at relationships, try to rank them in terms of in terms of spatial outlier <laughs> spatial outlier. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yes, um, you can find things that that lead to additional discovery as well. Super cool. As a, as a Wikipedia junkie, that's that's pretty fast. <laughs> Very cool. Well, you know, I, when you, I read your blog post uh, about it, and, you know, outliers it made me think of, uh, you know, security uh, aspects, actually. I, I don't know if you don't know the book, uh, Liars and Outliers. Uh, yep. it's, a, it's a really great book by, by uh, Bruce Schneier. And I also had to think about, uh, you know, I, we recently did like a wiki wiki challenge, which is, you know, like finding the connections between uh, Wiki, Wikipedia pages. You know, how are two, two randomly chosen Wikipedia pages uh, linked together, which is always super fun to, uh, to, to do. Super. Oh, absolutely. It, it was, it was t- even in my original posting, I, you know, I didn't want to say that, hey, this could be used for, you know, security-type applications. So I think I talked in code and said you could use this to identify red flag events. Yes. Uh, and so, but I, I like to think of it as both the positive opportunity and the negative opportunity when, when you're able to identify outliers and and um, yeah. Kind of, but yeah, identifying outliers has lots of business applications, right? I mean, those those outliers are typically you know very interesting, right? Whether it's you know in terms of unexpected knowledge or you know fraudulent transactions, suspect transactions, you know, outliers tend to be really interesting, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, super cool. So, uh, where's this going, uh, Carl? You know, where do you think? Uh, what's the next step for you? You know, with, with Data Foxtrot, but also you know, graph technology in general. In general, you know, any perspectives on that? Yeah. Well, so there's there's a more of a tactical thing, which is as as we record this a week from now, we have Graph Connect. Probably, I'm so looking forward to it. Be, yeah, <laughs> which will be fantastic, and being able to test this out with people, it's always great to bounce ideas off of people. In terms of next experiments, um, the the one that interests me is almost the opposite of outliers. And let me explain. Um, so I have some background in demographics and analytics and segmentation. So what interests me a lot is looking at clustering of relationships oh, in the graph. Yeah. And so clustering, think of clustering as grouping things that are similar into bins or clusters so that you can really make overarching statements or predictions about each cluster. And you can use techniques like k-means to do the clustering. And so what interests me about graph and spatial for clustering is you can use both elements, the relationships of the graph, spatial location of the nodes together to drive the clustering so you know if i um i've started some of the work on this and again using wikipedia data and you know maybe the outcome using wikipedia if if you did your clustering based on spatial location of the nodes plus strength of the connection plus the importance of the nodes plus maybe some other qualifiers like if a node is a wikipedia page for a city or a man-made feature a natural feature you might end up with clusters that have labels to them you know one cluster might be all relationships connecting cities in south america and western europe or relationships between sports teams around the world so it's kind of the the opposite if if outliers is finding the you know outliers the exceptional yep. things clusters is clustering is finding the patterns and, and you can think you know real world example might be an e-commerce company is looking at their distribution network and they want to do clustering based on shipments who shipped what to whom 
where the shipper and recipient are, package type, value, other factors. And they could create a clustering system that uh, categorizes their distribution network. And they can look at business performance by cluster, impact of marketing on clusters. And sometimes just the, the, just the basic visualization of clustering just often yields those eureka moments of insight. So, so that's kind of the, the next uh, interesting project that's out there, I'd say. Ask me in like six to eight weeks. <laughs> we'll definitely do that. We'll definitely do that. Cool. Carl, I think we're going to wrap up here. It's been a great uh, pleasure talking to you. Thank you for taking the time. And, uh, you know, I really look forward to seeing you at GraphConnect. And, uh, you know, I wish you lots of, um, you know, fun and uh, success with your, uh, with your project. Excellent. Thank you very much, Rick. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Bye-bye.